Hello and welcome to Fridays with Itote. It feels so good to be here this week and you know what? You already know now. We'll be talking about a particular topic called relocation. Yes, I have with me here on today's episode in the person of Mrs. Deborah Kolade, aka Auntie Debbie. So in the course of our conversation, you'll be hearing me call her Auntie Debbie. Auntie Debbie is a graduate of law and international business law from Gunn American University, Cyprus, and also from the University College London. She is the CEO of Colfade Consulting, an educational and tourism consulting firm. Auntie Deborah started in 2017 to provide links to global opportunities on her WhatsApp status. And from there, she built a community of hopefuls who rely on our daily post for global opportunities. In the course of our discussion today, Auntie Deborah will be telling us so much about reeducation, things you need to know, things you have to put into consideration, how helpful a consulting firm can be for you when it has to come to the issue of relocation. Also, she'll be able to tell you things that you might not know or the myths that you know already about relocation. So join us as we make welcome Auntie Debbie. Welcome Auntie Debbie. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be on the show today. Um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much Auntie Debbie. Okay, before we go on, I will also want you to tell us who you are, how long you have been in the business of relocation, aka Jaqua, and also any other thing you would want listeners to know apart from what I've said in the introduction. Thank you. All right, thank you so much. Um, for me, it started um, as a passion. It didn't start as a business or you know, it started as a passion. I studied abroad um, as far back as 2009. I remember my brother just doing my application for me by himself and I got the admission and I left. And from there, when I was done with my undergraduate, I did my application in my room um, in the country where I studied law um at an undergraduate level i did my application for my master's degree in my room and you know i got the admission into one of the best universities in the world you know at that point i think it was ranking top three in the world and that application was done in my room so i just realized that you know a lot of nigerians were being duped and being misled by agents and people were just after their money, not after giving them what they so desire. So it started as a passion for me. So I wanted to give back. I wanted to make information accessible to the average Nigerian. So I started um, posting on my WhatsApp status and, you know, on some of the social media, you know, mediums I had back then. I'm talking about five about five, six years ago. So I would post and I would have people write to me later on to say, oh yeah, you posted so, 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 so scholarship opportunities some few months back. I just got an admission. I applied for it then and thank you so much. I have people who have, you know, finished their PhD study on funded opportunities because they saw the links on my profile, on my WhatsApp status and all of these things. I have people I can point to who have done this, who have benefited from my post on my status, and they've graduated now with a master's degree, with a PhD degree. They're working in different places across the world, and they're thankful to me at every point in time. They send me a message acknowledging um, me for pushing them to be where they're at at the moment. So I realized that it, it brought me so much fulfillment from that you know from seeing people achieving their goals at no cost at all all i was just doing was posting opportunities and i wasn't charging anybody for that no one was paying my bills for that no one was giving me you know a particular money to buy data or do anything i was doing it because i derived pleasure 
in making this information that people were being charged millions of naira for available at no cost so it was me trying to give back from my own experience because i i had at that point traveled to quite a number of countries without the help of anybody just a little girl in a room who just you know seeks for information or you know find information by myself if i need to go to a country if i need to travel to germany and um i need information on how to apply for a schengen visa i just need to study about the application for say three to three weeks to a month and I, I make the application myself and thankfully i've never been denied any you know visa so i started this as a way to give back because at the point at that point i felt like i I had, you know, all the means and information available in my hands to be able to help people who find themselves in this position and they need help. So that's why I was doing And I would have a number of people write to me in my inbox and say, I need help with this, this, this. I'm doing this application or that application. Can you help me review this, review that? I was doing all of that for people, you know, at my convenience. When I have the chance, I do that, you know. And I never charged, but I realized that getting into 2021 after COVID and when a lot of people were trying to travel post-COVID, I got a lot of requests from people because at that point I'd grown my Facebook contacts from um, people who were initially on it, but saw how useful my status was and they started by themselves you know, giving, sharing my number. So they will always ask me, I need to share your number, my family member. So I'd grown my WhatsApp contacts to a point where, you know, I, I had a good number of persons or people, you know, view my status daily because they all added me or because they wanted to add access to the quality of information I was dropping on my status, which was 95% on how to relocate, how to get funded opportunities and all of these things. So I'd grown my contact and at that point, people had trusted me enough to start referring me. So they were referring me by themselves that even if you need to do it, she will not collect money from you, but just, you know, she would guide you. So at that point, I started having a, a number of people write to me and say, you know, madam, I know you don't, you don't charge for this, but please, I beg you in the name of God, I am ready to pay you no matter the amount, but I need you to do it for me. I don't have the time. So at that point, I thought to myself, do I want to now become <laughs> the exact reason why I started this, you know, um, process in the first place? If I start charging people um, to get the application applications done, won't I then become the exact, you know, problem i'm trying to fix but at that point i realized that uh, i realized that no i wouldn't become that because um i made an opportunity so i decided to register a company at the beginning of this year um a, a relocation like a, a consulting firm on travels and educational consulting and all of that which i did because i i am a lawyer myself i would not love to you know engage in any transactions without them having legal you know backing and all of that so i decided to register this and i also you know made packages available because the greatest message we preach is you can do this by yourself you can do your applications by yourself no matter what the application is it can be done by yourself so that's the first message we pass across to anyone who writes us so if you need guidance if you need clarity, we'll provide that at a, a, a little or nothing. So our consultation fee is very ridiculous. Even I'm, I'm talking about three days ago when someone wrote me and they, they were like, you know, we can't trust that you're going to, you know what you're doing. And it's so funny because I've come to realize that Nigerians are their own problem. So they would rather pay someone who is going to dupe them, you know, five million naira, than rather give someone who is saying, you can do this application yourself, pay 50,000 Naira for consultation, pay 100,000 Naira for consultation, and we'll consult for you, we'll give you clarity, we'll show you 
how to go about this thing as so far you do it by yourself and even after you know the consultation session with you maybe via zoom or however medium we use we are still available in our dms to guide you should in case you get stuck in your application and they're like no this offer is just too good to be true but yeah i'm still trying to hold on to my core to the core reason why i went into this in the first place which is make information accessible at a very cheap rate and that's what we're still doing as and now and we have platforms on telegram and on whatsapp where we still post funded opportunities and opportunities to travel abroad to study abroad to live abroad to relocate abroad on those platforms for free so we have not gone completely away from where we started for free but if you then need tailored information you know tailored according to your need according to your you know your circumstance and all of these things we then advise you to book for a consultation session so this is what that's why i cannot you know particularly give you a date in which we started this business i've been in this i've been in this path for i'm talking a lot of people have finished their their phd self phd that is four years and they got the funded opportunity from my status. So I've been on this five, six years where I've been posting information for free on my WhatsApp status. But presently, we are now a consulting firm. Um, we went into that business aspect of it this year, January this year. And since then, you know, we've handled quite a number of applications that has been successful. You know, thanks be to God, we've handled that and we're still, you know, um, we still have pending applications and all of Okay, thank you very much, man. Now let's go to the main discussion for this episode. As a consultant, I would want to ask, are there things that any Nigerian or anybody who wants to relocate from Nigeria should put in mind and things the person should prepare for before the thought, before you even execute the thought of relocation? What are the things that we should put into consideration? Are there documents? Is there a particular amount of money? Are there things? I, you know now, a lot of things that people will say, we have had people's opinions. So are there any things that you, you think should be the foremost consideration that someone should put in mind? Okay, yeah. Um, it depends on the means by which you intend to relocate. You can go through study, you can go through, you know, um, permanent residence for Canada, for Australia. Um, there are other means some people get you know, job offers right here in Nigeria. So they go on a work permit to the country they have gotten the offer from, either the Netherlands or the UK or, you know, America or Canada. So it depends on the documents you would need to look out for. Depends greatly on the avenue in which you're going, like the route in which you're going. Like you asked, first on the list for whatever means you intend to go through is your international passport. You need to have your international passport. It's so funny that I have people write to me and we've gotten like 80% into our conversation and we're talking about, okay, let's start the process. And then the next thing I tell them is, oh, these are the list of documents you need to send to me. And they say, I don't have an international passport. And I'm like, 40 minutes talking to you writing to you and for funny some of them would have even paid for consultation that's the first thing you shouldn't even be talking about traveling if you don't have an international passport so an international passport is the first thing you should consider you know going for when you're when you start planning on traveling so yeah your international passport if you are trying to get an admission outside of nigeria you should you should work on getting your transcript from your university, from your Nigerian university. You know, a lot of schools in Nigeria give applicants issues with their transcripts. So the earlier you start processing out to get your transcript from your school, the better for you. So your transcript also you need to get if you're going for your master's degree or a postgraduate degree you need to get your recommendation letter from your either your supervisor um 
or maybe somebody who taught you in your final year who can attend to you know how good you are with your skills maybe your research skills and you know how committed you are focused you are how you know all of those things yeah if you are working you need to get a recommendation letter to from your direct supervisor at work you know if you don't want to speak to the hr you can speak to somebody who is, you know, ahead of you a bit at work and get the person to write you a recommendation letter with the, on the letter-headed paper of the company. So these are um, some of the documents you need to get. So if you are looking at funded opportunities, you might need to consider doing some of the exams that would boost your chances like GRE, GMAT, IELTS, you know, depending on the country, depending on the cost, depending on the requirements of the scholarship you are planning on applying for. So you might need to write either of these exams to stand a better chance because scholarships are competitive applications. You might need publications to stand a better chance too as well. All of those things. But first on your list is your international passports. Once that is done and gotten, then, you know, every other thing can be sought for, but your international passport is the first on your list. So when, when it comes to cost of relocation, it also depends on the, you know, means by which you intend to relocate. If it's study, it differs, you know, is it undergraduate, is it master's, is it PhD, what country, you know, there are a lot of things we can't, I don't just give you know, an average cost like that, because the average cost for the UK is different from the average cost from the US. And also even within the UK, the average cost within London is different from the average cost outside London. So it depends on the, um, your specific circumstance. You know, it depends on your specific circumstance. And also traveling by yourself, traveling with a family, the average cost of these differences, you know, they're not the same. So I can't just um, give you an average cost. If you're doing PR, it's a totally different application by itself. It's a lot of money, you know, and there are a lot of stages and different requirements from you, even when it comes to documentation, the requirements are totally different. So applications and relocation are case-to-case -case basis. When it comes to documentation, get your international passport, international passport, international passport, international passport, international passport, because that is what you need to commence the process of, you know, traveling out in the first place. Because if you get an offer from a university and you don't have an international passport, we cannot apply for the visa. So your offer is just going to waste. I have a number of people right now who have offers from universities and they're still struggling to get their international passports. And we're trying and hoping that their inter international passport you know, gets to them before the offer expires. So it's very important. I've, I've seen a couple of people lose great and wonderful opportunities, even funding opportunities, because they don't have an international passport. Is there any country or are there countries that a person would travel to in this world that you won't need to have a Nigerian passport? Because you have said amongst all the necessary things when you're making plans, first have an international passport, which is a Nigerian passport for you to leave Nigeria to other countries. But are there countries that you wouldn't need a passport as an identity and for you to have a visa on it? Like you said, the passport is an identity. It's traveling out of Nigeria without a passport, even if you are going to countries where you don't require a visa with a Nigerian passport, you still need to go with your passport. Is your identity like card, for example, when when you are outside the shores of your country, that is what stands as your, you know, identity. So you cannot leave the shores of Nigeria without your passport. Even if you are going to a country where you do not need a visa, you know, with a Nigerian passport, you still need to go with your passport. So um, you are just going to put yourself in a difficult situation if you decide to try. That's even if they will let you do that, you know, from the airport. 
um, you're going to put yourself in a difficult situation. However, there are countries where you don't need a visa to travel through, to with your um, Nigerian passport. You might just need to show um, your international passport without the visa, um, maybe proof of sufficient funds for your stay in that particular country during the period you'll be there, your accommodation, maybe you've booked your hotel already, the receipts for that, your ticket, your return ticket, all of that. So there are a number of countries where you can actually travel to with a Nigerian passport without a visa. I know, you know, Cape Verde, maybe um, Morocco, there's quite like, um, if not up to 40 countries, you know, Benin Republic, Burundi, Chad, Cameroon, Cote d'Ivoire, Dominica, Fiji Island, Gambia, Ghana, you know, the, all the Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Maldives, Mali, you know, and what you also need to note, however, is that the requirements for some of these countries differ, you know. Some might have an additional, you can stay, you know, 90 days. Some we say maybe you can stay 50 days, 30 days, you know, you need to be certain. Don't just take your passport and say because Debbie has said you can travel to, to Liberia without whatever. You just, you need to go online and know the specific requirements. How many days am I allowed to be in this country? You know, do I need a stamp at the port of entry? Some would require you to get stamped at the port of entry. Like I said earlier, get the specific requirements so you're not just going ignorantly and also note that these countries allow you to come into their country with a nigerian passport for a short period of time it's just for maybe tourist purpose you know you're going there to for holiday and something so it's not as if you now pack all your things i say you're relocating to a particular country i've mentioned because i said you can go there without a visa they always have a specific time you can stay in their country without a visa okay and debbie thank you so much for people who have passports already is there a time frame within which they have to renew their passports before applying for a visa or you can apply for a visa at any point in time maybe your passport is about to expire in the next two weeks three weeks or a week you can still apply for a visa and go on to apply for renewal later and it reflects in your new passport. Then another thing is we always hear um, someone sends me a letter of invitation to come over to the US or I have a letter, invitation, letter of invitation to come for a program. Are these letters of invitation limited to particular visitation or trips or travels or in every other trips you must have a letter of invitation for you to go over to that country? To answer your first question, you have to have six months validity on your international passport to be able to apply for a visa. So if you apply for a visa and um, you get approved for the visa, they would always, the embassy would always request that you have at least six months validity on your international passport for your, uh, for your passport to be stamped. So except um, it's a case of I have a valid visa on my passport and my passport is about to expire. That's a totally different scenario in itself. So if you get stamped a two-year visa on a passport that has eight-month validity, your visa is still going to be you know, um, active for the two years, irrespective of the fact that your passport has expired. So what you need to do in such a case is just renew your passport and attach your old passport to this new passport because your old passport is the passport that has your visa on it. So the fact that your passport has expired doesn't affect the active visa on it. However, no embassy is going to stamp your, I don't want to say no, but most embassies would not stamp your international passport for a visa if you don't have at least six months validity on your passport. So you cannot just try to get a visa when your passport is about to expire in the next four months. It's always advisable you go renew your passport first before you then submit your passport for the visa stamp. To your second question, um, 
Letter of invi invitations are always sent when there is an event the person inviting you wants you to attend. So if you have an auntie or your uncle or someone or your cousin abroad who has just graduated and the person needs you to witness their graduation ceremony, they send you a letter of invitation. If um, your aunt is abroad and she's hosting an event and she needs you to come over, she sends you an invitation letter. Um, you see a conference in the US and you want to apply for that conference and you have paid for the participation fee, you need to be there. The host, the conference host will send you an invitation letter. So these are the situations where invitation letters can be sent. They are for temporary um, invitation or just a short period of time when you need to visit the country for a specific purpose. So nobody can send you an invitation to say, okay, I need you to come over and join me in the US because you are my cousin and I want you to be with me. That's not going to work. Invitations are for a short period of time for a specific purpose and for a timeline. So I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm asking you to come over to the US because I need you Maybe I've just given birth and I need my mom to be with me during this period of time. That's why I'm inviting her over for this. So they're going to give her a visitor's visa to come over to the U.S. and stay with you. And once a visitor visa expires or the stamp that she got at the port of entry, maybe to stay for six months, it's, you know, has gone beyond six months. She needs to leave the country. They are for temporary purposes, for permanent applications and visa uh, visa applications you need to go through the normal you know process of getting that done okay auntie debbie thank you so much okay we still have some questions here and um, one of the questions we have here is we have always said that you need to prove sufficient funds in your account does this apply to all visa applications or just some specific applications Proof of fund is an important um, part of an application, no matter what the application is for, whether temporary study, visiting, um, or permanent type of application. Proof of fund is very important. Um, there are two ways to go about it. It's either you're saying you're sponsoring yourself or someone else is sponsoring you. However way you choose to go about it, you still need to prove sufficient funds because um, no country wants you to come over to them and end up being a liability. So, proof of funds, sufficient funds in your account or in the account of your sponsor is important. So, however you choose to go about it, if you say my uncle is sponsoring me or my dad is sponsoring me, then they need to inquire into the uh, level of available funds that sponsor has and you know they go further into knowing how the source of that funds what it does for a living is what is claiming or he or she claiming to do for a living does it commensurate with um the amount that is reflecting in his bank accounts even if someone is inviting you the person inviting you will have to say in the invitation letter that i'm going to be responsible financially for this person I've invited during his or her stay in the US. So if that person is saying I'm going to be responsible, then that person saying he or she will be responsible will then be the one to prove sufficient funds. So they will then need to inquire into the person's account and you know type of job the person does. So whoever is showing the proof. The important thing to note is that proof of funds is very important in every single application application you do. Yeah. All right, Auntie Debbie, we have a question here, which is particularly going to lead us to Coalfield Consulting Firm. That is, um, is it compulsory that you have to use a visa agent or a consultant for your immigration or relocation plans? And if yes, is Colfield Consulting Firm a registered immigration firm in Nigeria? And do you only operate from Nigeria or you have affiliate companies outside Nigeria for maybe you want to travel from the US to the UK and you want to apply for your visa? Is Colfield also available for such plans? 
Thank you so much for your question. Is it compulsory for you to use an agent when you're applying abroad? No. And my answer to that is no. I would always be no. It is not compulsory if one, you have enough time in your hands to research and get source for all the information you need. Visa applications are not tedious. They are not, I won't say they are not tedious applications, but they are not applications that cannot be done by yourself. But the major problem we have with, especially Nigerians, is that we do not want you know put in the work and put in the time to gather information that's why we easily fall into the hands of people who promise you visa <laughs> who promise you visas and you just fall for it it's so funny that people promise you yeah, yeah, yeah you will get visa are they the visa officer why would they promise you that you will get visa you can only try your best to submit all the documents and to submit a very good application that will stand a great chance. That's all you can do. You can try your best and you have to leave the rest. There's no guarantee with visa applications. So any agent that is out there promising you, oh yeah, 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 we'll get you visa. That agent is lying because the agent does not work for the embassy. And at this point, I would also like to state that we are not agents. We are a consulting firm. And yes, our consulting firm is registered in Nigeria. And we are presently at a stage where we're processing registration in other countries, um, like other countries like the UK and in Canada as we speak. We are working towards our licensing in these countries. And yes, we take applications from people in these countries at the moment. Uh, we have people reach out to us from the UK who want to relocate to Canada. We have people reach out to us from other countries outside Nigeria who we are working on the applications that they're trying to relocate to, you know, another country. So, yes, we are registered in Nigeria. We are working on our registrations in and licensing in different countries as we speak. But you don't need an agent. We are not an agent. We're a consulting firm. The difference between an agent and a consultant is that an agent is after your money. We share in your joy. We share in achieving your goals because it brings us delight and it brings us so much satisfaction when we both work together in achieving your desired results. So we are, we are more invested in your progress and in your process than any agent would be. An agent just wants to get your money and doesn't care if you get the visa or doesn't care if you get the admission. All they care about is, oh, I've done it, I've done it. And you know, it didn't work out, it didn't work out. Or they even ghost you after that. So, but we are much more invested. We are actually invested in every at every single stage of your process. So yes, we are registered. We take applications from all over the world at the moment. Also, I would love to state that the reason why it is advisable to get professional help, however, is that if you know you cannot put in the work of researching and getting all the information required to be able to submit a convincing application, it is better for you to seek professional help. Because the thing with visa applications is when you apply for a visa the first time, the second time, the third time, and you get denied. You stand a chance to be banned from application, for banned from that country for five years, and you will not be able to send in another application to that country. And once you have had such an experience with a particular country where you have a ban, you have put yourself in a difficult situation because it would always reflect on your immigration you know, portfolio, even when you're trying to apply to a totally different country. So it is always advisable for you to get professional help if you know that you cannot single-handedly search for the required information needed to submit a convincing application. Seek professional help and be certain that you're seeking professional help from people who know what they're doing. Okay, Auntie Debbie, thank you. Okay, we know that Coalfield Consulting Firm is for relocation plans, either business, study, permanent residency, like we've said earlier in the course of this discussion. Now, I want to know something. Why or what makes Coalfield Consulting Firm different from other firms out there? Why should someone listening to this podcast episode want to consult you on traveling plans.
like I've mentioned earlier, this was born out of passion. This wasn't born out of the need to make money. This was born out of passion, out of the fact that we're trying to make information accessible to the um, average Nigerian. It was born from a place where we realized that people were suffering from lack of information. And that also is the, one of the reasons why we have kept the part of us still giving out free information on our WhatsApp group um, alive because that that has been the core of why I decided to you know choose this path. So we're different from other co um, consulting firms out there because we're doing it from a place of passion. We're doing it from a place of competence. We're doing it from a place of experience. So I am not trying to um, talk to you about a process that I have not already done. I'm, I'm not trying to talk to you about an application that I've, I've not already done. I'm not trying to talk to you about a country that I've probably not visited. I am doing it from a place of experience for myself and for many other people who I have helped along the line of, um, you know, this process. So yes, we're different from others out there because we're not after your money. We are after, we, what brings us delight and joy is that you achieve your desired results. But if we have to, you know, um, use our time and our resources and our knowledge to help you, if you're telling us that you need us to, you know, do this process on your behalf, then you need to pay for our time. You need to pay for our resources. You need to pay for our expertise. But we still have the aspect of this firm that gives and dishes out information to people for free. So, and, the, the information we dish out for free is sufficient for you to do your applications by yourself. So this is the major reason why we are different. We'll make information, at least the basic information you need to be able to do your applications yourself free and accessible to you. And you can pick on that and run with it. But if you then decide that I'm so busy, I'm this and I'm that, I can't afford to, you know, dedicate this number of hours to this application. We need you, we need your expertise, then you need to pay for that. And that's the only reason why you would need to pay. And our consultation fee is very cheap because we are also not trying to put you in a position where you would not be able to proceed or go ahead with your um, relocation plans because of money. So if you cannot pay for the processing, we can still guide you. This is one of the benefits you are going to get from, you know, um, associating with call feed consulting. We are still going to guide you, if, you know, be available for you throughout your application. So for example, uh, Mr. A pays for consultation, um, study consultation with us. We charge him 50,000 Naira. We're going to tell you all you need to do, you know, to be able to apply to schools, you know, within your um, course and within the country you have chosen to apply to. We do the consultation session with you and we're done. You then start processing and applying and sending your application for your study offer. You start sending the application, you get stuck. You write to us that, see, I am at this point of my application. I don't know what else to do. We tell you what to do. Another day you write to us, so they request that I submit an SOP. You send the SOP to us, we review the SOP. Still at no charge, just that 50,000 error you paid. You send to us also that, oh, they, they, they asked me for a research proposal. Please, can you take a look at my research proposal? I tell you, okay, fine. But the only thing we ask of you is that you send these reviews that you want us to do, you know, ahead of time, give us ample time to be, because we are processing for some people and we are very busy. So that's the benefit of, you know, paying for our consultation session. We'll stick, we'll stick by you. No agent is going to do that for you. No agent is going to do that for you. For 50,000 naira, they will stick by you and be doing um, document review. Nobody's going to do that for you. Then you get your admission. We celebrate your win like it is ours but you have only paid us 50K. And then you begin your visa processing and we're still there.
for the 50k oh what should i do what document should i do should i authenticate this should i do that should i do that we are still talking to you we're still picking your calls we're still there for you for 50,000 naira until you get that visa you even get the visa you need us to you know advise you on tickets we still do that for you where to get your cheap tickets what to do landing tips and all of these things until you arrive in the country of your of your choice we will still be there guiding you through all the way for that amount of money and this is why where your go to where your go to firm because you are not going to get that offer anywhere else okay dear listeners you've heard why you should choose coalfield consulting firm over any other consulting firm out there okay and today please we want to know something what is the consultation fee as at june 2022 and if we have to visit a website can you please tell us the website we can visit to get all this information okay um we have different packages because um you know we run different plans there's the study there's pr there is people who are just um, um, reaching out to us for visa applications we have packages for both admission and visa we have packages that are just for visa applications so people reach out to us after they have gotten their their admission so i would not want to throw figures around here so um to avoid misunderstandings because they are different packages so i only just love to talk about consultation fee only if you're writing to us and you need a tailored information as to your needs, as to your circumstance, as to you know um, what you want to achieve, and you need a professional guide, and you need, a, we would always advise you to pay for our consultation session. But one thing I always ask people first is, do you know what you want to do? Because some don't know what they want to do, so they would require of us to run by different options and different routes or different you know means by which they can travel they just give us their circumstance their you know budget their family situation their educational situation and all of these things and then we will be the one to tell them different options that you know are available and narrow it down to maybe two different options that we think professionally are the best that they might want to go for. So for people who don't know what they want to do, they need clarity as to how to even take the first step. We charge 100,000 Naira for such people for consultation. But if you come to me and say, oh, I want to do my application myself, but um, I am actually planning on going to the UK to study, but I don't even know what school to apply to. This is my budget. I need someone to be able to guide me and give me a narrow down list of schools that fit into my budget, fit into my course, fit, fit into what I want to achieve. That is a more defined you know, request and we can you know, work, by, uh, work with that immediately and get the person a list and all of that. We charge. 50,000 Naira when you have a more defined request. But if we have to talk to you about different options, you don't know if you qualify for PR, you don't know if you qualify for study, you don't know if you if you want to try other means, you don't know if you should do UK or you should do Canada or you should do US or you should do this, you need us to narrow down your, you know, then we charge 100K for that. So I only talk about consultation fee in, in general like this because where we have to go to specific applications like PR, processing, PR, processing, um, study permits or study packages. They come in different packages and it will be very confusing to start breaking that down and explaining. For how to reach us and how to check us out on our website or whatever, we're on Instagram at Coffee Consulting. There's a link on our Instagram page. You can visit the link if you need to know anything about us. We're on Facebook at Coffee Consulting, also on Facebook. Um, we have our WhatsApp number to our official WhatsApp number is um, 08115360070. 08115360070. So, yeah, these are the ways by which you can reach us. And um, we're on WhatsApp 24 7. 
if you write us on WhatsApp at any point in time, you're going to get a response. So yeah, click on the link on our Instagram page to, you know, visit to get more information about us if you require that. So yeah, thank you very much. Okay, Auntie Debbie, thank you so much. And to all our listeners, thank you so much for being part of this conversation to this extent. Before we continue with our conversation, because we have about two more questions for Auntie Debbie, let's go on a short musical break. Title of the song is Jackpot by Naira Mali. I think we might leave you thinking what someone who paid for processing enjoys. So that's on a totally different level. If you have paid for your processing fee and we are processing, we go all the way for you. All the way. So, yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Now, our final question. Being a consultant, we have this mentality that if you're projecting something, you should have gone through that thing already and you would have good record or good um, achievements in that aspect. Now, we want to ask you one particular question, which is our final question. Auntie Debbie, how many countries have you visited? Oh yeah, that's a valid question. And um, as of today, I've been to seven countries outside of Nigeria, actually outside of Africa. I've not been to any other African country apart from Nigeria. So yeah, um, seven countries outside of Africa, yeah. Wow, thank you so much, so much, so much. I know how busy you are. I know you have a lot on your plate and thank you for giving us this, your precious time. We really, really appreciate this. God bless you, ma. If you have any final words for the listeners, including me, please feel free to give it to us now as we round up this episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's been a pleasure talking today i'm glad that i could dedicate some time to this i hope that you know some of the listeners who would be listening to this episode would not take this for granted and would believe that their relocation dreams can come true because um in the past i have had experience with people i i remember when we were in secondary school or when we were in, yeah secondary school and we would you know have some of our colleagues get you know, return back to Nigeria by their parents because maybe they were misbehaving abroad. And we that were in Nigeria and we have never been abroad, we always look at them and be saying, ah, ah, see now, see them. They only just send them back to Nigeria to to learn the culture and to all of these things. And we'll be so pissed that, you know, what, what were our parents doing when their own parents were gathering money and taking that, you know, step for them, for their generation. Now is your time. We have accused our parents of not probably taking those steps at the time they were supposed to take it to open up, you know, the doors for us. But now is your time. You are probably, you know, um, if if you are a student, now is your time. If you are young parents, now is your time. It is not too late. You can, I'm not saying that Nigeria does not, you know, you cannot make it in Nigeria or you cannot become something in Nigeria. No, I'm not saying that. But why not position yourself rightly and strategically in a place where your little effort is um, amplified and you do little to get more. Why not position yourself in such a place that rewards your hard work so that you can use the youthful years of your life in achieving something tangible. And even at any point in your 40s or your 50s, if you desire to come back to Nigeria to give your own you know, part of your achievements and your knowledge and everything back into your community, you would be able to stand tall amongst your colleagues. Why not take that decision today for yourself, for your generation unborn, and for your children? So there are a lot of benefits to taking that right step now. There is no perfect time. You can't sit and say, oh, I'm waiting for the perfect time. I'm waiting for the time I have 10 million in my account. There's no one there mostly everyone who went for relocation or for study abroad process, I I meet with them every single day. There is no person, I'm not joking, 
that has the money, everyone searches for the money. I've only met with few clients who would say, oh, yeah, 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 I have 50 million era, I have 30 million era, you know, just few. But people would go the extra mile in trying to ensure that the funds they need are gotten. So until you start that process, you would never know how, you know, easy everything will fall in place. But you need to start to know that things would fall in place. Start today. And as the requirements come to you, you begin to realize that you begin to, you just start ticking them off the board. Oh, yes, I've gotten this. Yes, I've gotten this. But if you don't start, all you, we keep making for yourself is excuses. You just keep giving, oh, I don't have this money. I don't have this. I don't have that. But take that step today and thank yourself <laughs> in three years for taking that step. So yeah, that's my own closing remark to you today. I hope you put it into good use. I hope you make a decision for yourself, especially, you know, if you are passionate and you are focused and you, you have a plan for yourself, you have a plan for yourself, you have, you know, targets for yourself that you have put in place that in the next five years, this is what I want to do. You cannot achieve all of those things when ASU is pushing you here and there and you're, it's taking you seven years to finish a four-year course. There are a lot of things that come to place. And that four, five, seven years that it's taking you to finish a four-year course, someone who has traveled abroad five years ago has finished an undergraduate and done a master's while you are still trying to get yourself an undergraduate degree. I hope you take that decision for yourself today and you know find a way to better yourself and your coming generation. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate um, I do not take this opportunity for granted, and I hope that your listeners are grateful for this content you've given them. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Auntie Debbie, and a great thank you to all my listeners. I know you have gotten so much information today as this content is premium, you know, right? Okay, you can follow Auntie Debbie on Instagram and on Facebook at Cofeed consulting that is c-a-u-l-f-i-e-l-d consulting both on facebook and on instagram and also don't forget to share the link to this episode with your friends and your loved ones and also follow fridays with itote on instagram and on twitter on instagram we are fridays with itote as the name of the podcast then on twitter it is fridays with i-t-o-t Thank you. See you next week, Friday. Bye.